Thanks for tuning in to Witch Wednesdays with Steph and Tara, where we share our knowledge as we chat about a new witchcraft topic every Wednesday morning. Welcome back to Witch Wednesdays. This is Steph. And this is Tara. And you are listening to episode 56 about planetary retrogrades. I'm so excited and already giggling about this one, guys. We had an episode on astrology in the first season last year. That was, you know, Astrology Basics and Astrology 101, because there are just so many topics under the umbrella of astrology to get into and how that relates to witchcraft. So there is just, you know, more than we could tackle in one episode. So we've kind of split them up. And retrogrades aren't too complicated to understand, but they're also not beginner. Um, so that's why we moved them into season two. And the reason that we are scheduling it now is because Mercury retrograde, the first one of 2021 happens at the end of this month. So we wanted you to understand and be familiar with the idea of retrogrades and Mercury in particular, because they receive such a bad rap, um, especially Mercury retrograde as it applies to the business world because it is the one that happens the most often at three times a year. Yeah. And right it's the one that's most prevalent and we'll explain why in a minute um, sort of interferes with the most things and that people sort of notice things going wrong during Mercury, Mercury retrograde. So that's why you hear about it a lot on social media, especially if you like follow a lot of other witches on Instagram and things like, you know, when Mercury, Mercury retrograde is happening, like they post about it. So we okay. kind of wanted to explain why um since that is the it is the most common one the most talked about one but all of the planets have this retrograde it is not just mercury um thankfully the mercury runs are short but that doesn't mean that they have to happen more often um pluto is in mercury for or (laughs) pluto is in retrograde for most of 2021 but people just don't talk about (laughs) about that i care um (laughs) yes Terry cares but a lot so let's just talk about retrograde in general um the term retrograde it's uh, it's somewhat deceiving because the planets don't actually move backward that's what you would think of not Um, real they don't move back yeah that's what you think of when you hear the term retrograde think that they're like going reverse in their orbit but that doesn't actually happen they are still orbiting um it just is when a planet appears to be going backward relative to our position here on earth um since it's like that elliptical shaped orbit to us here on earth it appears that they are moving backwards so that's just what that means um so astrologically these time periods are seen as times when the planet's energy um and influence become more internalized or inwardly oriented rather than externally directed um so it's periods when we feel like we need to review our lives and reflect and you know rethink the sort of direction that we're going in um our practices our relationships um kind of turns all those things on its head and we start to actually look at those and then when the planet turns direct then we move forward with new understanding and new perspective and hopefully having addressed any sort of problem areas um, that were highlighted during the retrograde. So we are going to jump into each of the planets in the retrograde and um, tell you a little bit about what 
that planet sort of controls and how you can use that sort of retrograde period and then also what to watch out for as you know issues that might arise and for the record we there are lots of places that you can find online of when the planets each one goes into retrograde when they come out of it um if you'd like to track that in your calendar if you are a patron um, on our Patreon channel, you have already seen that because we posted one on the very first of January and we have them um, every first of the month throughout 2021 that has a, like a, a month overview of things to plan for in your witchcraft practice. And it includes like the full moon, when the new moon is, um, and when planets go in and out of retrograde. So if you are a patron, you already know that. And if you would like to subscribe, definitely do that. So you would know when all of these come up. <laughs> the first one that we're going to talk about is of course mercury so mercury rules communication all forms of communication um, especially technology your own thinking organization and systems uh, so the best way to use this period is to improve your systems your technology um, your email sequences your client intake process it has a lot to do with business so just ask you know what needs to be improved during this time um and mercury tends to make these situations like more clear so it comes very simple to figure out like what's not working but on the flip side of that is what you need to watch out for because this is the time when plans go awry equipment and software break down um emails that that should not go out <laughs> it's like you send something you know snarky and your boss is co is copied on the email that's like the kind of things that happen during mercury retrograde so you have to be really careful of that you don't want to sign any sort of contracts or agreements during mercury retrograde because communication breaks down during this time so they might not be reflective of what you were actually talking about so you need to reread those with a clear head after mercury retrograde is over and um, you also don't want to book any trips, buy any equipment, or make any large purchases. So that covers kind of a lot of things. And since it yes. happens three times a year, that's why Mercury retrograde is so prevalent on social media. And people like talk about like plans going awry, bad emails going out, like having fights with friends or significant others, um, just about like communication not being clear and things like that. That's it's a big one. <laughs> I was going to say fights are a big thing during this. And also just because it loops in technology, you can kind of see why it's so prevalent on social media as well. Because people are talking about things going wrong as they post about things going wrong. <laughs> yes, it's all over. So next up is Jupiter retrograde. Jupiter rules luck, fortune, growth, prosperity, generosity, wisdom, and expansion. It's a big one. Ha, get it? It's a joke. Anyway, I got all the jokes. Uh, how to best use this period, embrace the slowdown of this period. If you aren't getting what you are actively focusing on manifesting quickly, take a breath, know it's on its way to you, kind of calm, slow down. Even if it doesn't look like how you think it will, it's probably for the best. Um, if you kind of let an old business project go by the wayside or you haven't been focusing on it, this might be the time to start refocusing on old projects, um, as it's time to just slow down and reassess kind of thing. What to watch out for, uh, don't start new projects during this retrograde. 
whatever you're working on may need more trial and error to improve it or tweaking, or like I said, restarting an old business project. Progress is gonna continue, it's just gonna be slower. Uh, this is not a period of forcing things to happen also. Enjoy the slowness. Um, kind of like Christmas of 2020. Enjoy not having obligations every night. Like take a breath, things will work out. It's just a slower period. It's time to gain wisdom. Next up is Neptune retrograde. So Neptune rules both sleeping and waking dreams, imagination, fantasies, optimism, and idealism in both life and romance. So the best way to use this period is to review your own belief systems, your own values and opinions, work on listening to your gut. Um, it's a good time to work on grounding, meditation, um, dreams, maybe dream journaling, yoga. It's a great time for astrology and uh, tarot. Those things can all be very healing during this time. So it's a very good spiritual, mystical time. But the things you need to watch out for uh, are an unrealistic idea of your goals, especially in business or relationships. So you may feel like you see things as you want to see them rather than how they actually are. So you want to make sure that you're not being unrealistic, unrealistic in any of the goals that you're setting. And you want to make sure that you are reading the signs that say you're doing dream journaling or you're doing tarot, read things as they are actually coming to you, not what you um, idealize them to be. Um, so even though it's a good time for, fantasy and imagination and um, very strong and vivid dreams during this time. Um, be sure not to sort of overread those signs. Yeah. Next up is Saturn retrograde. So Saturn rules responsibility, tenacity, allegiance, limits, obligations, social expectations, building foundations and stable futures. So this is a really good time. Um, it gives us the benefit of hindsight. So we can slow down and regroup. Uh, it represents purpose, directions. So it's a good time to kind of set your foundation for future goals. Themes of karma and destiny are prevalent during this time. Uh, we question our lives. Are we living up to our goals? Are we living up to what we want for ourselves? This is a time of questioning and really going back to foundations. Uh, what to watch out for is don't take shortcuts during the Saturn retrograde. Uh, you might have to repeat the work if you do, or you'll even fall behind. But monitor your inner critic. Try not to place too much pressure or expectation on yourself during this period. Again, focus on foundations, not building skyscrapers. Next up is the Mars retrograde. So Mars rules strong emotions, sexual desire, war, disagreements, competitiveness, and action. So the best way to use this period is to focus on learning how to communicate clearly, um, even when there is conflict and pressure. So release grudges, slow down, um, think through things before you respond, uh, express your emotions and confront things that you've been avoiding, but think it through before you do that confronting work. <laughs> things that you should watch out for. Uh, 
pro projects started during this time uh, tend to get mixed up or not progress exactly as planned. Um, anything that you may have repressed or neglected could come to the surface to be addressed. And it can mean anger towards yourself or lack of self-trust. So just be aware of all of those things. Yeah. So if you're like me and you're basically a five-year-old, get ready to giggle. It's Uranus retrograde. <laughs> we literally had to restart recording, guys, because I giggled so much about this. Anyway, Uranus rules rebellion, war, revolution, change, freedom, confronting fear, speaking our own truths. It's the great awakener, much like a toddler. So giggle away. Uh, how to best use this period? It really highlights what doesn't feel aligned and where you're either holding yourself back or self-sabotaging. So be honest with yourself about who you are and what you want and where you want to go in life. Uh, go with your hunches, intuition, but make sure you're honest. Don't let outside influences um, kind of influence this. You're, you want to listen to yourself. Uranus will help clarify new directions you may want to take. So what to watch out for is following formulas, systems, or social norms uh, these can feel really difficult right now. Systems in business, society, politics, and even finance tend to feel suffocating during this time, especially if you're not being true to yourself. This is the time to forge your own path. Uh, this is a really great time to kind of realign projects so that they fit your goals, your life, you versus society or systems that have been in place for a long time. So this is a really great time to kind of rethink those projects and systems. Next is the Venus retrograde. So Venus rules emotions and relationships, especially as they relate to love and money. So the best way to use this period is to reflect on your relationships and your material goals. Uh, you want to heal any relationship issues or any blocks to love. Uh, you want to close old relationship wounds and then you want to evaluate your wants and needs in terms of relationships and money and address whether those needs are being met and you're feeling fulfilled or not things you should watch out for are loneliness emotions frustrations past memories this is a time when old flames or relationships could be family or friends too that you've lost touch with may try to reconnect yeah, what's um, so you, next? Um, there are a lot of Repressed emotions, uh, misdirected anger, and blame that can surface because of that. And this is also a time of breakups and soul searching. And last but no way least is Pluto, which is my favorite. Uh, but Pluto retrograde really rules our shadow side, deep-seated fears, limit, uh, limits our beliefs. It's the unconscious, unpredictability, change, endings, and beginnings new and old. Uh, so how best to use this period is really embrace cleaning house, as it were, both physically and emotionally, clearing your space, clearing your mind, addressing things in your personal relationships and life that maybe don't feel so great to you anymore. It's all about cleansing and detoxing. It's a great time to end things that may have become toxic or, and starting new healthy diet, lifestyles, relationships. This is a really great time for letting new beginnings blossom and ending things that may no longer fit you anymore. However, watch out, 
because some of our deepest fears can be triggered during this period. Um, so be careful and be wary of your dark side. It, it really tries to show us what is working and why, but don't let your deepest fears lead to the end of something that maybe you don't want to end. Uh, Pluto tends to enact changes in our lives, whether we like it or not. So really make conscious choices for healthier lifestyles, uh, detoxing and cleansing versus just ending things. Uh, if there are areas that we are avoiding or resisting, Pluto is going to make you face them. So yeah, just be aware things are going to end and things are going to begin, but make sure it's the, what is ending is something you uh, don't need anymore or don't want anymore and the things that are beginning are healthy and new and like I mentioned Pluto is in retrograde for like most of the year. Half, half this year it's like April through October or something like that it's a really long time so some of those um further out planets tend to have a much longer retrograde than something like Mercury Mercury is you know like three weeks so it's it even though it comes up more often it just seems like worse the other planets are actually going to retrograde longer so and just a good thing to be aware of you might not realize how much planets affect you it's possible that they don't affect you at all um but i mean you see how many people talk about mercury retrograde ruining their plans like it, yeah. it affects yeah. more than you might initially think it does and if you have questions, maybe look at the calendar of 2020 and see kind of how your life unfolded and then what the planets were doing at that time to see if they influenced you at any um, big moments or big things that happened to you in the last year. It's a good way to just sort of see how the planets affect you because some retrogrades might affect you more than others. Yeah, um, especially if you are struggling in one particular area, like say you are you are really struggling in your love life, then Venus retrograde might affect you more than other people. So you just kind of want to be aware of when those things sort of happen and time your spell work accordingly. Also, obviously, all of those things that we talked about, like that these planets rule these different um, aspects you can, you'll know when these retrogrades are coming up and there is spell work for every single one of those aspects. And if there's not, you can make one up. We talked about making your own spells. Mm -hmm. um, so you can do spells using that planetary energy, the energy of the time. You can f use, you know, moon phases during that retrograde. You can use just symbols of that planet on your altar or draw a symbol of that planet um, in your book of shadows or on um, some sort of sigil or something like that to, and each, um, we're not going to obviously get into all of those, but each planet does have its own sigils and glyphs yeah. associated with them. So while those are in retrograde, if you want to either work with the energy of retrograde or try to avoid the pitfalls that we talked about, then using spell work to sort of help you on that path is a good way to you know recognize what the universe is doing right now and sort of the energies that are flowing out there and also be aware that uh as Steph said the pluto retrograde is going to be a huge chunk of the year that doesn't mean other retrogrades aren't happening so sometimes they influence each other so maybe there's a mercury 
uh, retrograde and it's breaking a lot of your plans, but the Pluto retrograde is they're trying to get you to address why these plans weren't a good idea in the first place, or you need new plans. Or So a lot of times they interact together in ways you might not be aware of until you're aware of when the retrogrades are happening. Exactly. So it's, I mean, the straightforward in the sense that here are the eight planets and here are them moving backwards and what they <laughs> control. But in, in reality, it's a little more difficult um, just because there's so many things to track of yeah. how that they might influence your life. And um, obviously everyone is different. Like we've mentioned before, Tara is more influenced by the moon phases than I am. Yeah. Um, and it's just something that you need to work out for yourself and just kind of keep, keep track of those things. And you might, you know, through this process, find out that you are really drawn to astrology and it affects you way more than it does your friends. And maybe um, that's a way to incorporate that more into your spell work, just to make everything you do more effective um, by working with those different planetary energies, but it can be a confusing topic. So yes, hopefully, hopefully you've understood what we said so far, but definitely let us know if you have any questions. Neither of us are, astrology or planetary experts yeah. um, but we can direct you to the right people who may be able to answer some of your more complicated questions but definitely let us know if um, you have any questions or if any particular planetary retrograde particularly influences you let us know reach out to us on instagram or send us an email we would love to chat uh, also, this is not going to be the end of these types of episodes, just because there is so much knowledge out there. We're not experts, but we've barely scratched the surface on things that are even basic knowledge on this. So uh, if you're still confused, don't worry, we're going to cover more in depth <laughs> as yes. time goes on, because this is just a huge topic, guys. Yeah, astrology is massive, so we're yeah, trying, to, trying to tackle the topic as, as best <laughs> we can. <laughs> yes, Slowly, we're uh, going up the rungs of the ladder, and then we'll get to a mountaintop. Like, it's going to be huge. But anyway. (laughs) That is all we have for you this week. We will see you next week for an in-bulk episode. We are definitely going to continue our Sabbath episodes this year. They're just going to be um, a little bit different. Hopefully, we can give you some different information than we did last year. So stay tuned for that next week. I'm so excited, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. Need even more witchcraft? Subscribe to our Patreon account for tons of exclusive bonus content and order supplies from our Etsy store. Reach out on Instagram at Witch Wednesdays Podcast or by email to witchwednesdays at gmail.com if you have any questions or comments. Find all these links and more at witchwednesdays.com.